Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Well, hello, everyone. I hope you're all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie Farish, your host, and we really value our listeners around the world and thrilled for you to join us live on the Voice America Network, shining love light into your hearts and homes to inspire a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through worthiness. We have a great show with an amazing guest, Resilience from surviving to thriving in life storms, and I think we all can benefit from that. But before we dive in, let's center ourselves in a love light meditation to tune into the present moment. So let's quiet our minds, close your eyes, and we'll take three slow, deep cleansing breaths, letting go of all your fears, doubts, and worries on the count of three. One, inhale. Exhale. Two, inhale. And exhale. And three, inhale. And exhale. Continue breathing at your regular pace. Imagine a big cloud of vibrant white light. Immerse yourself in this energy and see yourself glow. Feel the energy of love, peace, and joy. This is who you really are, the source of love within. Take a moment to bathe in this calming, healing energy of pure divine love. Commit to being light. Now focus on your heart. Love lives here. Gently whisper, I am worthy, I am light, I am love. And on the count of three, bring yourself back. One, two, three. And so it is, and we say thank you. Revisit this place as often as you like to remind you of the shining light within. You know, in the midst of our current world challenges, many are suffering in quiet desperation, some in isolation, some having nowhere to turn uh, because perhaps familiar people and resources may not be in place. And whether it's us personally or family members, children, neighbors or friends, we've been really put to the test and it's been quite exasperating and our lives have changed. Our mental well-being is taxed and we are struggling to cope with unexpected changes. So how do we sustain our well-being? How do we know when we're in trouble? How do we move beyond our habitual ways of being and into the light of love? Well, resilience is the key. But how do we get there? How do we recover A quote that I live by, uh, that I highlighted in my book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, as a pathway to actualize my dreams and flourish, is the triumph of the soul 
is true surrender with an humble spirit, compassionate heart, strength of resilience, and a spirit of gratitude. And it's important, I like to say that it is important for you to continue your mental health regimen, consult with your uh, physician and healthcare practitioners to sustain your well-being. Our guest today, Dr. Indigo, is coming to us live from Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. And I would like to send heartfelt wishes to our Malaysian listeners. Dr. Indigo is a global success and mind wellness practitioner. She blends success and wellness practices of the West with philosophies uh, of the East. She owns and operates 4D Performance in Malaysia. And before relocating to Asia, she led her company, Careers in Transition Incorporated, to being recognized as a top 50 fastest growing companies in America by Inc. Magazine in 2012 and 2013. She has worked in the psychology industry, wrote weekly mental wellness columns for Inc. Magazine, and has provided seminars and keynotes on success and mental wellness, including topics on resilience, forgiveness and letting go, and diversity and inclusion, and many others. So on that note, I uh, welcome, I give a hearty welcome to Dr. Indigo. Welcome to our show today. Well, thank you so much. I am so pleased to be here. Thank you. Well, thank you for joining me and our listeners around the world. And I must say that when I learned about you and knew that you were in Malaysia, I was thrilled. And uh, here we are. We're connected to engage in this great conversation on resilience from striving, from surviving to thriving in life storms. And I'd like for you to perhaps tell, I know you've relocated to Asia and, and that took a lot of resilience and courage and and uh, you've done a lot of amazing work in the field of uh, wellness, mental wellness. So can you tell us a little bit about your work and your journey and uh, this analogy of life storms and life challenges as we talk about resilience? Well, yeah. So before I even start talking about my journey, let me just say it wasn't 50, the top 50. It was actually the top 500. Would have loved to in the top 50. Yeah, it was the top 500. I just wouldn't want someone to do some fact check, checking and say, no, oh, she didn't do 50. But at any rate, um, I was very pleased to have the top 500 because at the time that I was on my high in my career, there was like 29 million companies, small businesses in America, according to, according to Forbes. So to be the top 500 was awesome. But what came as a result of being, you know, so successful as a businesswoman was stress. Um, the lifestyle that I had to maintain that, that level of success was very taxing. And what I talk about is storms came into my life. Well, we all have storms. We're all in a storm right now. COVID is a storm. Um, for some, the elections are the storm. Some people are dealing with divorces and so forth. That was an actual storm for me. That was one of the storms that came with two other storms. And I talk about what is a perfect storm. So when I look back um, at my life, 
my first true major storm was getting a divorce after being married 20-something years. And part of the alimony that he received was half a million dollars. Um, not ringgits, since I'm in Malaysia, but U.S. dollars. So all of that started um, a spiraling effect. And within time, I found myself in a situation where I had to hit the reset button. And so what I say is that um, I was, the storm pushed me out of America and pulled me into Asia. And so I don't know if you remember that show, um, Eat, Live and Pray. Yes. That was me. I, literally, I came to Asia to heal. Um, and in my healing process, I, I launched two businesses here because that's what I know. That's what I, that's that's in my DNA. But um, I really came here to heal. And a quote that I came up with for myself is that to move from shame to sharing, from fear to forgiveness, and from pain to power, that's what my perfect storm was all about. And that's what I had to learn um, going through what I went through. That is beautiful. I love that for you to share that story and that beautiful excerpt uh, that guided you on your journey. And I, too, can share that I uh, spent six months in Malaysia, Penang, Malaysia, which was a transformative experience for me. So I can truly relate to, you know, how, you know, certain types of ventures can really change and transform your life. And these perfect storms can be bring us to a point of surrender in perfect peace and divine love where we are we become brandished <laughs> through these life storms with a new perspective and become more empowered to flourish in our lives so that's a beautiful story uh in terms of i mean in terms of the life storms it may not have been beautiful in terms of going through it but again the results of it can really bring major changes and fulfillment through your life so what dr indigo what is a mental wellness, and how do you blend the Eastern and Western philosophies? So let me start with the last part of um, what is Eastern and Western philosophy. Well, because I was such a success in, in America, um, my whole background is around growth capacity, helping organizations grow and develop and so forth. And so what I've done, I've taken the success principles of the West and I blend it with the wellness philosophies of the East. And so people will ask, well, what are wellness philosophies? When I came here, um, a part of my journey was learning Tai Chi, meditation. Even though I was meditating back in America, I took it to another level while here. Um, for instance, people always talk about, well, I pray. And I'll say, well, praying and meditation are not the same. Um, praying is when you're talking to God and then God can't get a word in. So you got to stop and let God speak to you, which is through meditation. So it's me being able to take those success factors, things that have helped me to help organizations and blend it with things that I learned while being here that actually healed my spirit and allowed me to step into my greatness. So I think you asked the, the question, then what is mental health or mental wellness? Well, you cannot just have mental wellness without talking about mental illness. Um, there seems to be this whole move right now that let's stop talking about mental illness. But I think we do a disservice and dishonor people who are dealing with um, some type of mental 
challenge per se. So let me just share with you like this. Um, if you were to put your hands up in front of yourself like you're a robot, right? You would have what's a spectrum. So to your far right would be wellness, to your far left would be illness. So wellness is worth say 10 on the spectrum, on the scale, while illness is one. So every day we move along that spectrum. Now some people move along that spectrum hourly, but let's just be realistic. Depending on what happens in your life, you can move along that spectrum because a 10 means you are balanced, full of joy, happy. Um, everything is going your way. You feel great mentally, emotionally. Now, illness is a one. That's where you may be debilitated. You may have um, be on medication. You may not be functioning. So most of us are hovering around six or seven. And some of us tip over to 10 when we get great news but we may also dip below five. So right now, Jean, you and I have had conversations and I submit to you, when you and I were going through our divorce, we slid down easily to four. But let's bring something into context today. If I were to get off this phone and get a phone call that my mother and brother were in a car accident and they have no information for me. I may leave where I am right now, which is a 10, and I may become a five. I'm, I'm, I'm fretting, I'm worrying, but I'm a five. You know, I'm like, ugh. But I get another phone call and they tell me it's not looking good. I'm gonna slide to probably three, maybe four. And if they came out and told me um, they both passed away. I may need medication right then and there to, to calm my nerves. Yeah. But if they come out and say, everything is fine, they, they pull through, it was some minor stuff, but they're going to be okay. I'm going to come back to about six or seven. I'm not going to be a 10, but I'm going to be about a six or seven and grateful. So people need to understand that mental health is not about this or that. It's a, a complete look at your your emotional state at any given time. And that just like um, physical health, you may be perfectly fine, take a fall, um, twist your ankle, you're not 100%. Or you may get diabetes and need medication. That's a form of illness, that is not well. But because we put the stigma on mental health, it makes it very tough for people to acknowledge that they are having some type of mental health challenge or something you know what I mean wow that is a great explanation and a good visual I love that and you know I think we all know that the stigma attached to mental illness and a lot of people may not seek treatment because they feel they may be rejected by family friends or even uh, people on their jobs or bosses or whatever because of this so-called stigma and I love the fact that you presented you know it these transitional types of life experiences can take us to a one or two or then we can come back in the middle or, you know, in, in, in perfect joy and peace. But So we're kind of swinging in that pendulum. And of course, 
in the midst of uh, today's time and people are experiencing a lot of crisis of losses, homes, loss of homes, health, relationships, deaths. And, you know, they're swinging in this, like you say, this, 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 this uh, a spectrum uh, that you indicated. I love that, uh, how you pose that. And as a result of our life experiences, I think we, we, we realize that we can, you know, we, we need the help and support to, to, to bring us through. I love that. So how, what, what about the resilience? How does resilience come into play uh, with this? Because I know, um, you know, that's what we're focusing on and we need this resilience, which is this muscle that we have to keep building to manage these challenges that, you know, we're experiencing that may be expected or unexpected. Okay, so I love the fact that you said muscle. A lot of people think resilience is that whole thing about the ability to bounce back. That, that is doing a disservice to what resilience is really about because just like a muscle, you know, for you to become, to have the muscles that where you look built, um, what that is is that when you work out, and there's a technical name for it and a phrase, but when you work out, you shred the, the muscles and for them to repair that scar tissue. And then when you work again, it shreds it and it repairs. So what you're seeing is actually the scar tissue of the muscles that gives you that bulky look, that 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 sexy, you know, I'm, I'm built. Well, our mind is the same way that you don't become resilient just by waking up and having something traumatic happen to you. Right. It comes from going through some stuff and then bouncing back, go through some more and you're building that resilient muscle. So the unfortunate part of this, Gene, is that people are realizing, and this is what I love about COVID. Um, and I know we're like, what? This is what I love about it. It's making people take a realistic look at who they are and in their life. Because we have to now become more resilient. Like today, you can have a job tomorrow, you're looking for a job. Yes. Then the next day, you can be, you know, suffering from, you know, trying to deal with a loved one who's who's sick. And now you have to get over that. So things are coming quickly that's causing us to build these muscles. But the problem is so many of us have become so complacent over the years that our muscles are 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 not strong. So it's impacting us far greater than other people. Yes, yes, yeah, that is a great uh, excerpt presented because situations that we encounter, they can come at us very fast. And, you know, especially with the challenge that we're dealing with, as you stated, uh, things come so uh, quickly and uh, we have to go through in order to get through to the other side. And like you say, it's not just an automatic <laughs> bouncing back. You grow. And I think uh, for me personally, I've had I had to build, uh, grow from the inside out because the out. I guess the external circumstances and situations uh, present the challenges, but you have to build from the inside out to manage yourself and face these life challenges. So uh, I, I thank you for that discussion. Uh, we're going to continue uh, shortly. Keep your thought, Dr. Indigo. Uh, I love your conversation here. We're going to take a brief commercial break, so don't go away. We'll be right back with our amazing guest, Dr. Indigo, coming from, to us from Malaysia. 
success and mind wellness practitioner on resilience from surviving to thriving in life storms. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love. Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene for heart-opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty, and The Body Balancing and Physical Regeneration Pathway to become more energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back. You've been listening to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love with your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. And joining me is our amazing guest, Dr. Indigo, success and mind wellness practitioner, coming to us live from Malaysia on resilience from surviving to thriving in life storms. 
And it is essential for you to continue your mental health regimen and consult with your physician and healthcare practitioner to sustain your well-being. And Dr. Indigo, thank you for sharing in our first segment. You really brought up some essential points. And as I indicated, when we talk about mental illness, it's quite a stigma. And people really fear it and they feel that they're going to be labeled and viewed as an outcast in society with their families and friends. Uh, what are your thoughts about that? Because, you know, as you indicated, this spectrum, uh, we can all fall, you know, uh, based on life experiences or life challenges, life storms. We may need the support of practitioners or mental health care providers to help us get through challenging times. And as I indicated in the first segment, many are suffering in quiet desperation. When I was a, 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 a had a counselor, a counseling pra- practice, you know, a lot of my uh, clients, they were mental health clients, and we talked a lot about this in terms of the stigma attached. And what they felt very comfortable as we really talked about uh, the impact and, you know, really taking care of yourself no matter what. What are your thoughts about that? What was funny and sad at the same time is that people will fool themselves into believing that they don't ever have an illness. But that's like saying, I never have a headache. I never I never get a stomach ache. Yes, you do. Um, let's call it what it is. But at the end of the day, some of the people that I, I coach, because I'm not a counselor, so I can't say I'm a counselor. I'm a person that bridge people to the right professional services if I cannot um, support them where they are. So I usually work with people who are in the mental health arena. Like I'm, uh, I'll work with a psychologist. Um, yes. As a matter of fact, I just wrote them today and said, just checking in on you. Um, I think it's time for us to have a conversation because this person cannot share what's going on in their life because they are a psychologist. And people would assume a psychologist shouldn't have any issues, but we're talking about life. And exactly. life is, is, it throws us curveballs. And not only that, it's not always about the storms that come in our life. Sometimes it's a chemical imbalance. Um, like for instance, as women go through menopause, or as I would say, putting men on pause, because that's pretty much what happened to me when I went through menopause. <laughs> but when we go through menopause, we become forgetful. We become agitated, um, um, even angry. And I started doing research around that to figure out, was it truly a mental issue? Whereas really it's about hormonal changes. And, these, yes. and also the reason why women are very often angry or irritable is because they wake up so frequently through the night because of these hormonal changes that they're sleep deprived. And when you become sleep deprived, you become agitated. All of this is mental health. Yes, I love that. And even uh, uh, you're talking about uh, menopause. What about postpartum depression? Kind of that same oh, twist, yeah. you know, after a, a, a person has a baby and going through that depression and, you know, trying to cope alone. And a lot of people are now admitting, well, I went through that because they kind of kept it a secret or maybe others knew something was wrong, but they, you know, hide behind that. And what you're saying, you know, just like you were saying about professionals, I mean, we're all, uh, no one is exempt from 
life problems and life storms and even counselors, professionals, doctors, you know, lawyers, you know, we're all, uh, you know, the same in terms of how life storms may impact us. And I think for uh, counselors, I can speak as a, a, a rehabilitation counselor, you know, we often talked about how, you know, th- this adage of counselor heal thyself, you know, you're, you're expected right. to know all the strategies. And I know when I was going through a hard time, I put myself on the sofa <laughs> and used all the practices that I was trained in, but my ego wouldn't allow it. You know, that small self wouldn't allow me to get through. And of course, uh, just talking and uh, being, having access to supportive people and, uh, you know, managing life circumstances, you know, I was able to overcome and manage. So we're all, no one is exempt from life uh, storms and life trials. Um, and one well, of the things that, go ahead. sure, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. What, what's interesting is that when we were on lockdown here in Malaysia and, and mostly the country or the world as well, a lot of people did not equate that with how it's going to disrupt their mental health. And this is why. Yeah. The reason why many people became depressed is not because they were losing jobs or anything like that, because initially um, we thought we would come out of it. So people weren't losing jobs, but what they were losing was their lifestyle, losing the ability to connect with people, losing their, their habits of going to the local bakery and getting coffee and so forth. So they lost a lot. And if we look at Kubler-Ross, um, yeah. death and dying cycle, which is about yeah. loss, yeah. we lost a lot being in lockdown and we're still continuing to lose things. Some of us um, has we, some of us have lost our relationships with, yeah. with our significant others, lost our job, lost our finances. There's so many different losses that if someone stopped and just really understand the whole grief cycle, we're grieving. We're grieving yes. not being yes. able to go to the park. We're yes. grieving. Like, for instance, I started having um, vitamin D deficiency because I wasn't going outside. So yes. I was grieving not having the sunlight. And yes. once I realized what was going on, I was able to correct it. But yes. many of us don't recognize what's going on. We, we, we're almost like the frog in the, the pot. Yes. It's it's. Yes slowly heating up and we're just sitting there saying, I'm not happy. I'm, I'm not myself these days and don't do anything about it. That is a great point. And I know for me, I was, I'm an avid yoga person and, you know, I was going to yoga classes and the teacher was great. And I, there I connected to up my fellow yoga, you know, uh, cohorts and, you know, it was relaxing and uh, it, it made me feel good. And then all of a sudden that was over <laughs> and I missed it. And then I would sit around, I'm like, okay, you got to get up. You got to pull those old CDs out and tapes and just start doing some things on your your own because uh, you know I, I started to feel myself you know uh, literally you know being I don't know just feeling out of sorts and I say it's because you're not doing your regular routine and uh, uh, so that's a good point uh, a lot of times we're not you know we're not aware of what's what's the impact of this and you brought this uh, to to the awareness also I think uh, 
facing ourselves, as you indicated, being on lockdown or uh, in these situations. And some people are actually alone and can't visit family members. And therefore, you know, maybe up to you individually to, you know, get a routine or get a uh, connect to an online support group. There are yoga classes online and all kinds of resources online and Zoom to uh, continue life, you know, even though it's in a different way. And I think one of the important things is that people have had to face themselves because a lot of times when you're into other people or the outside world and you're interacting and all of that and all of a sudden that stops, all of a sudden, all of a sudden you're alone and you have to face yourself. It's like, God, well, who am I? What, what do I do? You know. And so uh, I think that's the other positive feature of the challenge that we're in. We're having to face ourselves. And to really look at ourselves on a different uh, plane. And that brings me to the point of self-love and self-worthiness, self-worth as it relates to mental wellness. A lot of people may not be feeling so good about themselves uh, in terms of the lack and things that they've lost. So as we look at the impact of mental wellness uh, on self-love and worthiness, give us your thoughts about that. Well, let me start with the whole concept that 2020 is an incredible year. A lot of us want to get it over with, but no, we were designed to go through this year to learn something and come out of it differently. And so what I love about 2020 is that when we think about vision, ophthalmology measure acuity, vision acuity by the, the standard of 2020. So 2020 is the year of vision of how do you see yourself? How do you see people in your life? You know, some of us are holding on and dragging people through our life with us that we're supposed to let go five years ago. And now we're being called to make a difference in our life because 2020 is putting it right in front of us saying, look, boo, this is not working for you. And so I love it because even with the self-worth and self-love is that 2020 is basically stripping us down to who we really are and who we're supposed to be. And you're suffering more when you're not able to come to terms with it. You know, it says in Taoism that um, you need to let go and go with the flow. And then when we look at what Buddha says, that pain and suffering comes from attachment. So I love the concept of be connected to everything but attached to nothing. Yes, that so is if you really if you really want to know who you are, stop being attached to all those around you, but be connected with them and start having a relationship with you, with you on a level that you have not had before. An intimate level where you just greet yourself in the morning as if you were sent there to be with you. Because you were sent there to be with you. And so many of us cannot do that. We get anxious. We get tired. We get nervous. And so we start getting on Facebook and LinkedIn and all these other places to have relationships with people we don't even know. Superficial. Call them friends when you never met them. So at at the beginning of the day and at the end of the day, you should be checking in with you and having positive self-talk. See, negative self-talk comes from 
um, hearing all this crap that people have been saying throughout your life that now you're just playing it over in your head. But you have to have you have to change that to positive self-talk with positive affirmations. If you're not sure what to say to yourself, just write down some things that you said earlier. You said things like peace, joy, serenity, happiness. Start with that and just say, I am filled with peace. I'm filled with joy. I'm filled with happiness. And within time, you'll start finding other things about you. I am beautiful. I am intelligent. I am you know, these I am affirmations. If you can't do it for you, I submit to you, no one's going to show up and do it. You have to be the one that loves you enough to treat yourself with the love that you want others to give you and treat yourself with the love that you've given others. And, you know, Dr. Indigo, that is so powerful because what happens as you love yourself and treat yourself well and set healthy boundaries, you really kind of teach people how to treat you. And oh, yes. some, people, some people may fall away, you know, and other right. people may come in. So as they say, we're vibrating at the level where we're, where, where we're operating. And as we raise our vibration, we attract different things. If our vibration is low, then we attract that. Uh, our life is a mirror. So we have to be aware of, of what we're attracting. And like you're saying, sometimes we're, people are dragging people along knowing that, hey, this really doesn't fit. But I'm afraid to let go. I don't know what's going to happen. I'd rather be miserably comfortable than to mm. become more empowered and uh, right. look at making healthy choices for myself. And as you indicated, uh, now uh, the challenge is on, you know, to really look at yourself, look at your relationships, look at the jobs, look at what your skills and talents are, you know, uh, finding joy. Uh, I, I just wrote an article that was published in Savannah East, why you should embrace the joy of ordinary moments and uh, being loving. You know, that was one of the, uh, <laughs> the, 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 uh, the things that I mentioned, you know, loving yourself and, and, and really coming to terms with who you truly are. And I, I love what you indicated there. Tell us about who you serve and what strategies, maybe strategies you've used in coaching people who, who you serve. So coaching is a small part of what I do. Okay. A big part of what I do is helping organizations um, have growth capacity and, and really manage their employees and so forth. So a lot of what I've been able to do, I've been very fortunate, is to infuse a lot of my philosophies around mental health as well as um, spirituality. Yeah. Um, you know, it's about the mind-body-spirit connection. It's not this or that. It's not an either-or. It's and. And it's mind, body, and spirit. And so when I work with people, I really help them identify what's going on in their life um, so that we can get to the source. And unfortunately, many people in the workplace, um, as well as people who are not in the workplace, a lot of us are carrying around wounded children, who we were as children, yes. where someone yes. has hurt us and yes. we haven't let it go. Yes. So a lot of the things that I'm doing is helping people become whole again based on those little, you know, holes that people have put in them. You know, I love that you mentioned that because life storms fragment us. Fragment oh, us. yeah. 
and our deep conditioned fears and faulty beliefs. We drag that with us through every phase and stage of our lives. And, you know, I teach a course, living a spirit of love course. And, you know, one of the assignments is like, okay, it's time to break free and create a new love story, <laughs> to let go of all that does not serve you, release the baggage and look at a way to reclaim your power in the name of love so that you can become who you truly are and see how your life changed as a result of that. I love what you indicated. And you're working with what corporate people and and, and these, you know, it's time to have a great conversation about mental wellness, mental illness, mental health, (laughs) Uh, these topics that people are afraid of uh, facing or, you know, really coming to terms with. We all suffer and don't suffer in silence. We all need support. We can connect with people you trust, uh, Provide, uh, connect with online support groups, your mental health organizations, your uh, mental health practitioners, physicians. You're not alone and you don't have to suffer in silence. And I believe it's time for us to take a quick commercial break. So don't go away. We'll be right back with more with our engaging conversation with our guest, Dr. Indigo, coming to us live from Malaysia, success and mind wellness practitioner on resilience from surviving to thriving in life storms. America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene for Heart Opening Beautiful to Radiate Your Inner Beauty and the Body Balancing and Physical Regeneration Pathway to Become More Energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. 
Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to our show, Love Light. I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. And if you're just joining us, we are in an engaging conversation with our amazing guest, Dr. Indigo, success and wellness practitioner coming to us live from Malaysia on resilience from surviving to thriving in life storms. And again, we all need support, and especially during these challenging times. Connect with people you trust. There are a plethora of online support groups and resources that are available. Uh, Consult with your mental health organization and your physician, mental health practitioners as well. You're not alone, and you don't have to suffer in silence. So, Dr. Indigo, Thank you so much for sharing uh, uh, your amazing work and how you're helping uh, people around the world uh, as a mental, as a, a, a wellness success and wellness practitioner. And I'd like for you to share a little bit more about, you know, your work and maybe some success stories of how you've helped and maybe give us some takeaways for building resilience. Okay. Well, what's funny is that, um, just like many people, I had to reinvent myself recently. Um, my job was really traveling around the world, standing on stages in stadiums and conference rooms and so forth, speaking to mass audiences. Well, that went away overnight. And I had to really figure out, now what do I do? So I started doing um, webinars as well as coaching. And I've become, you know, in love with coaching, actually, with the, the clientele that I have. For instance, I started with a, um, a an attorney who's, an, a, who's also a banker, and he wanted me to help him write his book. Well, over time, we started doing more in the area of his family relationship, his um, spiritual walk, his mind wellness. So it's funny that people come to me on the success side but we start spending more time on the wellness side. And people will say, well, why aren't you doing more webinars? And it's because most webinars are free. So I can't make a living off of free. And so I just started just really focusing on what I'm passionate about, which is helping individuals step into their greatness. But speaking of webinars, um, I'm in Rotary, and there's the Rotary International District 3300 in Malaysia, and where we started a national coalition of mental well-being here to really um, work on four different platforms of suicide prevention, wellness, young adults, um, and there's another one that I, that slips my mind right now. But 
we just started standing up a mental health webinar and it's under the district action group on mental health initiatives so starting in december every third thursday at eight o'clock we're going to do a webinar on mental health and i'm doing the first one so if anyone's listening and they're interested in being on our list to get information and to register and so forth get in touch with me and we'll give the information a little bit later but when we talk about resilience i had to even go through it i had to repurpose myself um almost like i had to become recyclable like like plastic i had to figure <laughs> out what am i yeah. going to do with my life yeah. and when you are willing to let go and love yourself enough to let go of the past that you do love to embrace a future that's going to be better for you that's a sign of healthy resilience but let me just share with you um, some some practices just today and you can't make this stuff up <laughs> I, was, I was calling a headhunter to let her know that I had an interview tonight actually before this interview I had an interview with a potential um, job in back in the US and I was asking her questions and as we were getting off the phone I said to her you know now would be a perfect time for you to be journaling because I sent her a journal about two weeks ago um, just to say thank you for helping me with something and she said you won't believe this Indigo but I I did what I did which was quit a job today with no job waiting because of the journal and I was like really she said yes like you said when I sat down and started writing how things were happening in my life and how the job has consumed me, I realized I was no longer living the life that I had planned for myself. And I put in my resignation. So I said that to say this, listeners, start journaling. Journaling is so powerful. Now I'm not saying start journaling so you can quit your job, but I am saying start journaling to see patterns in your life that no longer serve you. Journal to share your story with yourself. Yeah. Journal to even talk to yourself on a, a daily basis or at least once a week to just check in with yourself. Because research has shown that you are more honest with your journal than you are to even a psychiatrist or a therapist. Yes. Yeah. So that's one thing that I highly recommend is to journal. I love that. That's very powerful because that's a private way that you can connect with yourself. And sometimes you're as you write uh, in, in your quiet time, you know, it can be meditative. And uh, to me, it's where you can get the divine guidance uh, that yes. can lead you forward on your path. And one of the points that you mentioned, uh, stepping out on faith. A lot of times people are moaning and complaining about what they've lost and not realizing that. The whole world is opening up. Don't just sit back and, you know, complain about what you've lost. But look at this as an opportunity to have courage and face the fear, <laughs> step out on faith, and uh, the universe will rise to meet you. And I know that uh, for sure. So pay attention to the divine guidance through journaling. That is a very powerful strategy. Another way... Um people can become more resilient. As we get ready to go into 2021, live with intentionality. 
Yes. You know, if you ask yourself, how much of what I've acquired is from planning and just happenstance? It'd be interesting to see if you spent more time planning your growth, planning your success, what will happen. So instead of, and, and I, I've been teaching this for years, instead of having a New Year's resolution, which is things like, I'm going to lose weight, or I'm going to work out. Those are not New Year's resolutions. Those are wishes. That's not a plan. That's a statement. Instead, become intentional. And this is what you can do. It's an easy little thing. In your email, as you close out every email, have a phrase that drives your behavior. For instance, I used to have living with a purpose. Then another year I had um, being authentic with courage. So I would take a phrase, put it at the end of my email message, and that caused me to become more intentional about what I did. And I had to keep that phrase for a year. So that means you have to really think through what is it that you want to aspire to become or to behave. You know, and so mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. I was um, reading an email. And when I got to the end, I put being authentic, right? But then when I read, proofread what I wrote, I wasn't authentic. As a matter of fact, I said some things that I was saying just to be politically correct. And I erased that crap. And then Mm -hmm. I wrote what I really meant. So Mm -hmm. when you, that could be a small little thing that you can incorporate at the beginning of the year to really just start becoming more intentional about who you are and who you want to show up as in the world. That helps you become more resilient. Oh, I love that. To set intentions, you know, make your affirmations, and most importantly, be authentic. So, Dr. Indigo, how can people connect with us, with you, and uh, uh, do you have a special giveaway as uh, uh, we move toward the end of our segment? So, it just came to me today when I was speaking to that lady about... um, the journal that I sent her. So this is what I'm going to do. I am going to give a journal or the book that has, I have a book called Playing by the Unwritten Rules. Here's what I think. This is what I know. And I go into details about the storm, about resilience, forgiveness, spiritual practices, all that type of stuff. And so what I'm going to do is send it to the listeners that contact me for free, but all they have to do is pay for shipping and handling. Okay, and how can they connect with you? Where do they need to connect with you? I'm going to give my email address, but they can also go to my website, which is Mm -hmm. www.drindigo.com. That's www.drindigo.com. Or my email is indigo, I-N-D-I-G-O, at the number four hyphen Diazen Dog Performance.com. So that's indigo at four dash D Performance.com. All right. Well, Dr. Indigo, thank you so much for joining me today. We appreciate you and your outstanding work as a success and wellness practitioner. You have really opened the door on a well-needed topic during our challenging time on mental health, mental well-being, and mental wellness. 
and to help us build our resilience muscle to weather life storms. Thank you so much for joining You're me today. So, it was my pleasure. All right. So today we've really been inspired by Dr. Indigo and take advantage of her generous offer to help you become more resilient and really get through these challenging times. Tune in next week with our guest, Patty Graham. Ignite your passion, your purpose with passion and be the best you. Send me your insights about Love Light, our show, and the results of the Love Light practice for this week is on the blog page of my website, www.jeanfarishjourney.com. Feel free to email your comments to me, gene72farish at yahoo.com, to share your insights, and I will share them live on the show. I do look forward to hearing from you. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. Thank you for tuning in. Be optimistic and hopeful. Take care of yourself and practice healthy habits. Laugh and find humor. Learn the powerful lessons presented to us to become more resilient. Connect with supportive people and continue with your mental health regimen. Triumph of the soul is true surrender with a humble spirit, compassionate heart, strength of resilience, and spirit of gratitude. I'm Dr. Jean Marie Farish, and remember, an empowered self is a loving self, and keep your love light shining. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Love Light This Week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.